0: for Pastor Willie G. Sweeney.
1: Yeah. Speed it up a little bit. Yeah. You got to do a better key. I better not do that. too high. I'll fall out up here. <laughs> if you do it in a, little, a little lower key, I'll be able to sing it. Okay, let me listen. Is that A? a <laughs> Oh, Christian, yes, we are living in yes, the last yes. and evil day. Yes, and I know God almighty, I know, <laughs> gonna seem hard. Oh, yes. Hey! But remember, He's more than the whole world against us. We got to hold on on a little while while. longer. We got to hold on on a little while longer. One of these days, gonna be alright. was in my God's plan to send Moses down in Egypt land. He told Moses, don't tell old Pharaoh. All right, Moses led children out of bondage down by the Red Sea. Some of them was trouble in mind, but Moses said, What behind? But Moses said, Don't be afraid. God is on our side. And he'll do just what he said. I tell you, we got to hold on a little while. Hold on a little while. Everything is going to be all right. Listen. When Moses' mission had come to the end, God took him on the mountain, showed him the promised land. He said, "Moses, go tell Old Pharaoh, he better let my people go." When I done lost prayer for this thing. Let's give God a praise. <laughs> I won't be able to preach if I sing it anymore. God bless you. Thank you. Woo! I ain't used to singing so that voice just won't hold up. Lord God Almighty. I forget half of the song, I ain't sung so long. But that's alright. Y'all got the message, didn't you? glory to God almighty I would like to remember what that was though when Moses' mission had come to an end God put him on the mountain showed him the promised land I can't remember the other part Moses told Joshua Joshua what to do. Yeah, you're the one to lead the children through. That's all I'm gonna do. That's all I'm gonna do. You can set it down. I ain't going no further. I might not, because this might get a little, might get a little emotional. It's already been emotional and they might get a little more emotional with this message. I don't know. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Lord, God Almighty. The message we're talking about today is called, I I first wanted to name it Easter. but Then I changed it to, they call it Easter Sunday. I'm thinking that gave it a little more volume. So we're going to go through this Uh, already. I couldn't believe this. From this morning message. I've already received three texts and several voicemails on my phone saying they're never going to be the same again. I tell you. My goodness. Lord God, what a mighty God we do. Say, Father. We thank you so much for being our God and saving us from ourselves and from hell. Bless the people that showed up today, Lord. Give them what they need to last another year and then another year and until you come back again. Yes, Lord, I believe you are about ready to come. But we'll always glorify your name in everything that we do. Because you are Lord. You are God. And according to what they were singing today, we are nothing without God. Give God a praise. Lord God Almighty Jesus. Glory to God Jesus. How many people in here believe today from the depths of your heart? If And this is my message, is what I'm going to try to put into your hearts today. If there was no death, burial, or resurrection, you are still guilty. And without hope. There is not a chance of a life with God if there was no death, burial, and resurrection. But I believe there are few people in here this morning that can say it down deep in their soul that you know your Savior lives.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's not necessarily because he's done so much for you. Yes, he's done a lot for us. It's not necessarily that you can lift your voices up or he blessed you with a good job or he gave you a good husband and a wife. That's all good. But saints, can you say without a doubt, you know your Savior lives. Amen. That's what the action is, saints. That's what you're gonna to have to keep in mind, that your Savior lives and he lives where? Amen. He lives in you. Now, do you believe everyone in this church believe that? A lot of us confess that. But ain't a whole lot of us believe that because there's no way that you would allow yourself to get into the the fixes that you're in or the sin that you might be doing or the voice or the word that you say to people or how you react when someone tests you if you knew that the Savior was living inside of you. No, no, wrong words. If you believe that God was living inside of you. I'm telling you saints, wouldn't nobody have to follow you around? Amen. Wouldn't nobody have to tell you to do nothing that's pleasing to God? Because what did the Holy Spirit say when he comes? he would do? Lead you Okay, I, I asked the wrong question. <laughs> he did say when the spirit of truth come, well actually Jesus said that. And Jesus also said this, but when he does come, he would speak of whom? He would not speak of himself. He would not speak of himself. But he would speak of the father of which who sent him. So whenever you want to know if you're talking to God, sit still for a few minutes to see how he talked to you. See what he has to say. It's not necessarily something that you want to hear. Because God is not easily well. As a matter of fact, he, you can't flatter God. Uh-uh. You know, you know, we're pretty good at putting on a show. Yes, we are. Uh-huh. But you can't put on no show in front of God. God already knew what you was doing before you even got up to do it. Amen. Amen. One more time. If there was no death, burial, or resurrection every one of us in here are still guilty of your very first sin right up to your last one and you're still without hope there is no hope for you if jesus christ didn't die was buried and rose on the third day we're going to read a scripture that we closed out with this morning in first corinthians And I want to show you, see, my main reason for preaching a message that we call Easter is because I preach Easter every Sunday. Because every Sunday we talk about who? And if you want to talk about Easter, there is no Easter if you don't talk about Jesus. And when you talk about Jesus, you talk about a whole lot of stuff. So... It's, it's not a point that uh, we're just doing a traditional thing. It's something that the Lord just shared with me to do. Okay. And he said, first he told me this is just it Easter. I, at least I thought that's what he said. But when I got here, it seemed like he wanted to add something to it. And I said, we're going to call it, they call it Easter Sunday. They got an Easter Monday. They got a Good Friday. So let's give it an Easter Sunday. Now, now, I want you to listen to me, saints. And my key reasoning for teaching you this morning is for you to know without a shadow of a doubt. You see, saints, I, I know that most, most people that's been in church for some time, you probably say, well, preacher, why don't you go on to something else, man? We know everything. No, you don't. And I'll tell you what else you don't know uh, uh, do not no 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 you probably is not aware of who's living inside of you yes you know about it but let me ask you this question before you read this because this is is in another part this is what he's gonna read would you say the things you say to people do the things that you do look at the mess on television you look at look at pornography curse swear drink drunk getting drunk getting high all these things that church people do do you think you really would do that if you really fully believe that Jesus Christ is living inside of you I just can't believe that I believe he's in there but dormant not living he's alive but he's not living because when he's living he's going to lead and what and guide you and gonna and listen you might take a drink of liquor but then it would convict you so bad yeah, yeah. until the next time you put that thing up to your mouth you get sick mm. Mm. Right. how can you say Christ now I, I may be a little dogmatic on this but how can you say Jesus Christ is living in you when you still doing things you know could kill you Jesus. how many people in here still smoking I mean don't raise your hand please But how many of you still smoking? How can, why have the Holy Spirit, you're gonna die? It's even written on the package. Yes. How many of you all still drinking? you drinking spirit. Look at the liquor store and see when they got up over there to store wine, beer, and spirits. <laughs> How can the Holy Spirit truly be ruling in your life if you're still doing those things you know that God is not happy with? Amen. Well, ain't nothing wrong with taking a little drink. Saints, how do you think an alcoholic became alcoholic? By, by just one drink? Yeah. Little drinks at a time. I know about myself. I wouldn't smoke a cigarette or take a drink of liquor because I thought that that just wasn't for country boys like I was, man. But then I met a guy, no, the place that I worked gave free cigarettes away. Well, they didn't quite give them away, we probably took them. <laughs> and and uh, y'all remember the, the cigarette called Kent? Yes. Well, well, they used to give them away, cause they used to put them on the airline. And when the airline come in, the people that didn't smoke were left them laying there. And when we go up there, we see 35 packs of Kents. 30 of them was yours. <laughs> So I started smoking. Then I met a guy named, well, uh, not his name. And he, boy, used to take a drink of beer and boy, when he took a drink of that beer, he would say, ah! And I used to look at him and say, man, this dude looked like he having fun. I took my first beer. I vomited. I threw up. But I kept, tasting tasting if you were tasting at night for your nightcap that cap gonna make you wear him maybe not in that area but he got something to grab hold to you with that's why I wish to God that every one of you all that's in here today would be here next Wednesday I want you to hear what Doc is saying about common sins i just want you to hear it for just one time i know that i'm living clean so i don't have to worry about whether the devil is on my back i don't have to worry about me i'm going to do something out of the will of god but when she was preaching friday night i'll back there repenting i mean wednesday night you need everybody please just do it once for me Come out this Wednesday and listen to what she's saying about those little sins that you don't think are there. See, because like she said, most people think the only sin is fornication mm-hmm. and adultery and murder. Mm-hmm. That's the only sin the church thinks, man, but what about unforgiveness? Yes. I won't preach a message because I can't because God gave it to her, but you need to listen to it. Amen. And if you can't get him Wednesday, by last Wednesday it was just as good. Oh, man, she's doing a good job on it. All right. All right. Okay, uh, let's read that. Uh, First Corinthians chapter 13, 15. Uh, what did I tell you this morning? 51. 51.
0: Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. 52. Mm-hmm. In a moment. In the moment. In the twinkling <coughs> of an eye. Yes. At the last trump.
1: My Jesus.
0: For the trumpet shall sound. And the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. Verse 53. Almighty oh, knows. For this corruptible must put on incorruption. What, 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 say that again brother. For this corruptible.
1: When he say this corruptible. Who is he talking about? Talking about uses and uses and weeses.
0: The what? This corruptible must put on incorruption. Yes. And this mortal must put on immortality. My God. Verse 54. Listen real carefully. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption. Watch out. And this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written (laughs) death. Is swallowed up in victory. Hold on. How can
1: that possibly be? Because of the D, B, and the Aura. See, Saints, this thing couldn't be swallowed up in victory if Jesus would have got a little upset and perturbed about what he had to come to do and decided not to do it. You see, we don't look at Jesus in that order. Jesus, I know you might say, well, he had to. Yes, to obey God, he had to. But he's a human like you And he could have defied His own father I don't think God would have got rid of him But he'd have had to do something else Because then he he would be corrupted And see The incorrupt had to put on this. Now he didn't have to do it But we have to do it We corrupt have to put on the incorrupt What he had when he came from heaven And that's the reason Why he said that Verse you just said death death is swallowed up
0: in victory
1: so when you die what have you just gained read it again somebody said it
0: death is swallowed up in victory so if
1: you happen to die what what do you have you just gained victory now don't commit suicide God I don't think God would be happy with that but when you see a, a body laying here in a casket, if they were in Christ, they was in victory. Lord, have mercy. We're the one that still got to suffer the consequences of what Satan has done to this world. But the one lying there, that body that's lying there in that casket, don't have nothing but victory. Well, the, the, the spirit that was in that body. And watch what else he's gonna say.
0: Verse 55. Oh, death where is thy sting O grave where is thy victory verse 56 watch this the sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law
1: that's what I was telling them this morning I'm going to tell it to you that the only thing that the Old Testament could offer you is to let you be aware of just how sinful you were That's all the law has to offer you, is to let you know you were a sinful person. And I said were to the one that have accepted Jesus. If you have accepted Jesus, you're still guilty. You're still guilty and without hope. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ, but if you have accepted Jesus, even though maybe you haven't been baptized in him, maybe you haven't pushed forward and done all of what you should have been doing in Christ, you still have Jesus. All right. He can't deny who he is. When you offered, asked him to come in your life and he, you opened the door, he's in there yes. and he won't leave you. Not forsake you even until the end of this age or the end of this world. He's there, but what are you doing with it? I think I made the analogy of you got two kidneys and if one of them go bad, it don't mean that you don't have two but only one is working. Jesus could be in you but he may not be working. Somebody say amen loud like that. Saints, listen to me, please. You ever looked at a flower in the wintertime? Most flowers look like they're what? Look just like they're dead. Y'all remember what Job said in Job, I believe it was 14, 14? He said, when I look at a tree and I see how an old rotten tree fell down, but a little bit of its splendor fell in the ground, that old tree might be dead, but another one is going to spring up. And then he said, Lord, I wonder, if I die, shall I live again? They didn't have it like you all have it, saints. They had it only in speculation and in prophecy and what they heard. You are living the very epistles of God is in you right this moment. And can't nobody take it away, only you can give it away. And that's only because of what, saints? The death, the burial, the resurrection of course I am talking about the blood because we know it was the blood
0: what verse were you reading Okay, read 56 that's a good one the sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law verse 57 hold on I don't
1: think nobody heard what you just said I don't think you heard it real So read 56 again
0: The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law.
1: What is the law, saints? Death. It can't do nothing for you. So if you are sinning, you're giving the law strength in your life. And you see, most of us thinking about fornication and them heavy sins, be here Wednesday night. So you can hear. What is being said about the little things, y'all know what songs of Solomon 2.15 say, don't you? It's mostly time, it's the little fox that spoiled the vine. Most of y'all are not sinning the most great big, what they call low down, half track sins. Most of you are not. But can you separate sin? I think Romans, Go over to Romans 6 right quick. We'll, we'll keep going after that. No, I believe this one is Romans 3. Romans 6 is the wages of sin, isn't it? Romans 3.23. Romans 3.23 saying, we'll still guilty if you do not really fully. Now, I know we have a church full of people, but do you really believe what you came to church for? Do you carry it out during the week? How about the next 365 days from the day? what will you do with what you say you have? If you don't have it, then you're still guilty. Amen. Saints, the best thing you could possibly do when we get finished with this message, the most defining thing that you can do is to get to this altar or raise your hand when I ask you and let us pray for you because, buddy, that is the answer. That is the answer. Surrendering your life to God that is the most defining of all things because you can't know God until you surrender Amen. your life to him surely we know Romans 10 9 and 10 is in the Bible we know that if you confess the Lord Jesus you know and believe that he died and was raised God raised him from the grave all oh, that's real good and a matter of fact that's the salvation scripture but what good is it to you if you read it once a year we got to obey God in his fullness. Every single day you need to be thinking on God. Saints, how valuable do you think you are? All you got to do is to think about what went on at Calvary. When you think about what went on at Calvary, and maybe some people in here don't know what went on at Calvary, that is when Jesus died for all our sins. That is where he cleansed the unrighteous. He died for people that hated him. And he's still loving people that hate him. But somewhere down the line, we Christians, we need to get so involved in prayer and and, and deliverance that we can get some of these people saved. Because that's the whole idea of church. If you want to talk about Easter, that is, that's the epitome of what the D.B.R. was all about. Amen. That was a total fix. The whole thing in a nutshell was go tell your brothers. When Jesus rose from the grave, we might read it, we read it this morning. And uh, he rose from the grave. The first thing come came out of his mouth was tell old women, go and tell my brothers that I got up out of the grave. And to tell them, now meet me in Galilee. I'll be there and you'll all see me there. This is what the church, I believe. This is my belief now. This is what I believe. Is the church has forgotten what Jesus has done for your life. Saints, in no way you would complain or fight, manipulate, condemn, lie, cheat, steal. No way you would do that. If you really realize how you was involved in all of that, and God delivered you, and listen, and you didn't even know He was there, didn't even you didn't know nothing about Him, but He said, "I know what I'll do. I'll get old Sam to pray for Sister Juicy." Come on, you see what I'm saying? Sister Juicy ain't never even heard about Jesus, but He got some woman, some child, some man hunger enough in the Word that they're praying for somebody they don't even know. That's what what salvation is all about, saints. Romans 3.23 says,
0: For all have sinned.
1: For all of us have sinned and what have
0: else? And come short of the glory of God.
1: Now saints, my whole reason for teaching, I want to tell you again, is to get you to understand that you are no better than anybody else. Yes, amen. Now, if we wanted to, we could say maybe we don't even reach the equality of the disciples. If we wanted to, hold on, but that, that's not necessarily true, amen? Because the Bible tells me, according to the, to the Bible, God said John the Baptist was the greatest prophet to ever come out of the womb of a woman. But each, any one of you, that become a believer without seeing is greater than John the Baptist. Amen. So you are somebody. Amen. You, God said you're a peculiar generation. Now, now, what happened, now I want you to keep this in mind, the reason that I'm doing this, that we are not better than the disciples, we might sometimes think we are, but you know better than no other human being because, as long as they're breathing. Because that person can put on Jesus anytime they choose to. That's why you shouldn't have no big friends and little friends. You should make a distinction of who God is in either one. If you do that, then you won't be judging and always putting yourself upon something that you may not be. Let's go back to my quote. When Jesus was arrested... Can anybody here just throw back up at me? What happened to the disciples? Okay, I hear it eight o'clock in here. But I didn't hear nobody over here, so nobody here was at eight o'clock. But they scattered, except the women. The women, I'm preaching today. (laughs) But look like (laughs) nothing. Next time she say something and uh, we will have a war in here today <laughs> but when Jesus was arrested the disciples took off and started running and the women was there waiting to see if what he had told them was the truth the disciples didn't believe it was the truth because now, saints, let me ask you all this now there's a reason why we're doing all of this and I think I said this last week or week before last Why didn't Jesus, when he went home to be with the Father, why didn't he get him a brand new six foot two, 210 pound swept body? He could have. Why did he chose to come back with the holes in his side and with the holes in his hand and feet? Why did he do that? Somebody said the key word because there still was plenty of unbelievers. But he wasn't thinking about sitting on the right hand of the father. He wasn't thinking about all the great things that he and his father once enjoyed. He was thinking about the broken, suffering, hurting people he left here on earth. So he said, give me my old body back. I wonder what one of his disciples named Thomas would have went on and could be saved. I doubt it very seriously. Cause what did he say? I will what? Not believe that he is the son of God unless I what? Thrust my hand into the holes in his side. We talking about one of the disciples. How great are you? Are you greater than them? How many of you all in there when trouble arises, you begin to start wondering whether God is all what he said he is? See this is the reason I'm preaching Easter. I'm not preaching Easter to show you any weakness because believe me, what you saw on the cross was not weakness, that was strength in all the saints. That was power beyond measure or nothing weak about him. He could' have got off that cross any time he chose to. but he decided that you all and me was worth more than the pain that he was going to suffer. Listen, saints, Jesus, according to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, he immediately got in his mind the, the, the destination of my victory here with the people is a thousand times better than my journey getting there. Amen. Because now some of you are going to love me. Some of you are going to preach the gospel some of you, I'm, talking, I'm not talking about from a pulpit necessarily, I'm talking about everywhere you go. Amen. That's what Easter is all about. Easter is not all about, a, 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 um, just like Christmas is not all about a baby in a manger. Amen. Easter's not necessarily about a man that died. We're talking about a man that glorified God in everything he done. He put Satan to shame. That 23rd verse said what, brother?
0: For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God.
1: Okay, we did this. I guess I'm going to have to do it again. First Corinthians, because you need to see this. And uh, if you all would uh, read Acts 5, uh, verse 39 through uh, 42, you'll see where the disciples were told not to preach this name again don't preach about this name called Jesus, and then they got a what? A whipping. They beat them up badly. Listen, and as soon as they got finished beating them, and, and ran them out of time, said, don't you preach in this man, well, what the first thing they done? Went straight to the temple and start preaching. And what were they doing before they started the preaching? Praising God that they were found worthy to be beaten for the name of Jesus. Saints, this is something that you ought to have inside. I'm not talking about taking a whipping. But you ought to know that Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. Saints, saints, I know you're looking at me saying, you've got to be crazy, preacher. Mm. Saints, you wouldn't do not even one-tenth of the thing that you do if you truly yeah, that's right, huh? believed that Jesus Christ was alive on the inside of you. Right. You'd be shocked at how many things that you would pass by. That you wouldn't say, you wouldn't do, you wouldn't act on if you truly, truly believed that the Holy One was living inside of you. He's there, saints. He's there. That is why you can see some people, they, they, they have it so deep until they almost can't contain their emotion. They have it so deep inside of them. God don't get upset because of that. But he wants you to use it to his fullness. First Corinthians chapter uh, fifteen, verse uh, one. Don't forget to read Acts five, thirty-nine through forty-two, everybody. You'll see where man, these guys took some risk. Saints, let me let me say this before you go any further. How many people would give your life? for something listen listen carefully now because it goes two ways how many people would give up their life and their way on earth for something they believed to be a lie I told you you had to hear real carefully to get that I am gonna say it again maybe I'll put it on you how many of you would give up your life for something you know was a lie would you would you could I get a one no you wouldn't so evidently they knew something getting a whipping more nothing to them somebody killing them didn't mean nothing my Savior lives they know he lives That is why God told John the Baptist, don't you ever get offended because of me. Don't you get to asking questions about whether I'm real or not. You were my forerunner. You've seen me kill and deliver and now because a little trouble come up, you wanna ask the people, am I real or not? God sent word back to him. Tell John that the blind see, that the lame walk, the deaf hear, then he said something else. Tell this to John, you tell my friend John, the one that I say is greater than any man that ever come out of the womb of a woman, you still tell him what I'm saying, you tell him, but blessed be the man that believes. No, that is not offended in me okay you might have some trouble in your life now you can't come to church now you can't read your Bible now you can't love nobody now you can't do nothing for God because some trouble showed up you know what God is telling you this morning he said I will not bless anyone that's offended in me <laughs>
0: yeah. no,
1: told John Blessed are them yes. that are not offended in me. Lord, have mercy. Sure trouble is going the devil, yes. the devil is here. Yes. Trouble is going to show up. Yes. <laughs> <Got that right. laughs> but what are you going to do about
0: it?
1: Amen. Are you still going to sing Jesus is Lord? Oh, my, 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 my. Are you still going to sing God has spoken? Yes. Are you going to say, well, you know, all right. I, I thought one time that, yes. that God would protect us all. Yes. Saints, you wouldn't even be able to say that if God had protected you. Yes. Yes. Let's do a couple of rulings. Okay. You remember the first Corinthians, right? 15.1. Uh, but go over to, um, where's the scripture now? John 20. I'm gonna show you that Jesus, matter of fact, I got two scriptures. Listen, listen, hear me good, this is good. I'm glad I thought it is. We are trying to show you that Jesus came back. See, I know everybody here saying, well, I mean, why don't you act like it? You can't just act like it on Easter Sunday or next Sunday. What about Monday through Saturday? Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Amen. I'm gonna show you how real it is that Jesus came back from the dead. Isn't that what Easter is, is representative of? Saints, so, you know, you know, now I'm going beginning to put some claims together. Now I can see how Easter got his name. He still got his name because Jesus kept doing things to show you that this thing is real. Amen. I died, but I'm coming back. Amen. And listen, say, how many times did Jesus tell the disciples that he was gonna die, be killed, and he was gonna be raised on the third day? How many times did he tell them? You know, I know you can't go by figures, but he told them often. Now listen to me. But as soon as he died, <laughs> What's going on? see, see, see. See, because everybody in here thinking that I'm stepping out of bounds when I say, you need help. Everyone in here, you need help. You, what about the man when he was trying to get God to believe something? He said, and God said, if you can believe it, I'll do it. The man said, look, God, I'm about to help my unbelief. And that's what you need to be praying sometimes, saying, you don't have the whole dime out of 10 cents. It might only have about three pennies. You didn't get it. I said you better make sure you got the whole ten cent out of a dime. Well, well, let's go on. <laughs> Look at this, uh, John twenty fifteen. I want you to see how real this thing is, everybody. John 20, 15, and read through about 20.
0: Jesus saith unto her, huh. Woman, Woman, why weepest thou? Uh huh. Whom seekest thou? Watch this. She, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, Watch this. if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, <laughs> and I will take him away. What did Jesus say, brother? Verse 16 said, Jesus saith unto her, Mary. Mary. She turned herself and saith unto him, Rabboni, what which is, is to say, Okay, Master. Master. Seventeen. Right, hold on. She didn't
1: know who he was, but she won't run in like other people. She got a chance to stand still and let the master come and talk to her. That is when your trouble come. Stand still. Give the Holy Spirit a chance to talk to you. because That's what he's here for. He's not here to rub your nose in the sand. He's here to raise you up. Give you an understanding like you've never had before. That's what the Holy Spirit is for. That's why Jesus said it was finished. Or oh, better still when he said he gave up the ghost. And that's the one you have inside of you right now. He's alive, he's a well, and if he's in there, he's speaking to you. He's talking to you daily. He's talking to you hourly. He's talking to you by the minute. What, Pastor Sweeney, why did you break it down like that? Because sometimes it takes you to 12 o'clock to start sinning. See, when you get up in the morning, you got to get your coffee, and until you get your coffee, you will bother nobody. But after you get your coffee, now you back to your old self again so the holy spirit got to be ready to talk to you all day long to keep you from messing your life up all over again
0: mary she turned herself yes and saith unto him all right Raboni, Raboni, which is to say master now watch this because this is going to tie in with my next scripture you got to
1: receive this
0: verse 17. Jesus said unto her, touch me not.
1: Because she was getting ready to what? To wrap him up when she said, right body, oh God, Jesus, is you. Jesus said, don't touch me. See, I'm going to give you the next scripture to show you what he said. Now come and touch me.
0: Somebody need to hear what I'm saying here this morning. Did Jesus say, brother? Touch me not. Why? For I am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my
1: brethren.
0: Why did she have to
1: go to the brothers? Because she made herself available. She might've been crying, but she won't run She believed what Jesus had been telling them, that he was gonna get up out that grave. And she said, I ain't leaving you till I see him. It's something about a woman yeah. <laughs> you watch out over there Deacon Bennett and Brother Holmes, get him out of here. you miss me up. <laughs> Sam, you know how to handle that? Okay. Open your mouth again, buddy. Alright. Touch me. No, you can't touch me. For, Don't, I but, uh, for I
0: am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brother. But
1: go to my brother. What What, what were they doing? That joker said, track, baby. When they saw that man hanging on that cross, and no people calling him all kind of names, sticking him with those forks and, 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 and putting the bras on his head. All they could see was weakness. But the women said, I might see weakness with my eyes, but I heard what the man said. That's what it's all about, saints. Do you hear what God is saying to the church? Go back,
0: for I am not yet ascended to my Father.
1: I am not yet ascended to my Father.
0: But go to my brethren. But go to my brethren and say unto them, God God. "I ascend unto my Father <laughs> and your Father, and to my God and your God." Yeah. Verse eighteen. Hold on, that's a point. God don't no read anymore. I couldn't stand
1: it. Now go to Luke twenty-four. Let's put these two scriptures together and let's see what happened here. In the scripture that we just read, what was in your mind about Jesus? He had came back from heaven. I mean, had not, <laughs> he had not ascended into heaven because he had died a sinless life. and he didn't. Want, and he just did everything God told him to do. He gave up the ghost. He said it was finished. There was nothing else to be done. But his body was still not glorified. And he said, so Mary, I know you love me. And I'm glad you stayed here to take my message. He said, but don't touch me. Because I haven't sent it back to the Father yet. But you see, that's what that told you. Now let's see what Luke 24, 30, Luke twenty four thirty four
0: 34 is going to say. Saying, the Lord is risen indeed. Okay. And hath appeared to Simon. Okay. 35. And they told what things were done in the way. Okay. And how he was known of them in breaking of bread.
1: See, the women then got word to him. they did they, they back on, on course now. Go ahead. Verse 36.
0: And as they thus spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and saith unto them.
1: Listen carefully.
0: Peace be unto you. 37. Yeah,
1: don't run. Y'all remember when he walked across the water, don't you? What the first thing the disciples said? Mm-hmm. You must have thought Jesus wasn't drinking liquor. Because they call him a spirit. But what did Jesus rebuke them about? He said, how could I be a spirit? Man, you see me. Wow. You can touch me. How could I be a spirit? Because a spirit can't be seen. That's why some of them tell me you all come to me used to it. You don't do it no more. And tell me that you saw the devil move, something else, move one of your chairs out of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Satan wished he could do some of these things y'all gave him credit for. Satan can't do nothing but what you invite him to do. You have to invite Satan. Because Jesus said it was finished. All power has now been given unto me both in heaven and in earth. I stripped him of all his power. And what did the next word say? He made open shame right in the front of everyone in here. Talking about Easter, yeah, it is an Easter. Yes, Jesus has risen. The first, the, the last uh, um, uh, verses that I told you to read showed that Jesus said, "Don't handle him because he hadn't ascended to the Father." Amen. Amen. Now, he, now read 34 again,
0: saying, "The Lord is risen indeed," okay, and hath appeared to Simon. Okay, 35. And they told what things were done in the way and how he was known of them in breaking of bread. Verse 36. Keep watching, I hear the big ones. And as they thus spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and saith unto them, Peace be unto you.
1: Well, like Sam say, they stop running, so don't run no more. Stand still, okay?
0: 37. But they were terrified and affrighted Say, and didn't supposed, God,
1: oh, oh, oh then Jesus tell them they will keep us coming back mm-hmm. but when they saw him they was what
0: terrified, terrified and, and affrighted, and being fr- afraid of what they're seeing and supposed that they had seen a spirit <laughs> verse 38 talking about
1: his nice disciples but you see if I had the time, I'd take you over to the book of Acts. But we only got about maybe five minutes. I would take you over to the book of Acts to show you that once they got the Holy Spirit, oh, yes. they didn't care who did. Well, matter of fact, I took you out to five, chapter 5 where they were beaten and told them not to speak no more. And you better not use that name. They went right out of there and started preaching in that name. Amen. Daily. Yeah. But over here, before they were was, was baptized, Every time they saw somebody out the ordinary, they thought it was a ghost. <laughs> Y'all remember Peter, don't you? When they said, yeah, you were one of the Galileans. I saw you standing up there. You were with Jesus. And he said, no, I never seen the man. Somebody else said, yeah, you were there. I, I don't know him. I don't, don't be telling me I know Jesus. Talk about Peter, everybody. Now when the third person asked him, what did he start doing? Start cursing like a sailor. So I know you don't know Jesus now. (laughs) I mean he was cursing. But the minute he stopped cursing. What did the spirit do? Told him. I told you what you would do. Three times. Before the cock crow. And the Bible say he went off by himself. And he wept bitterly. Hold on now. That's good isn't it? But that ain't good, is what he showed himself to be. Later on, you know how some people had to lay hands on you and get you healed. Peter had received the faith of God in such power that all he had to do was walk, walk like this, and anybody that come under his shadow, I don't care what disease you had, you was healed just by his shadow, overshadowing you. Are you are you following me? But look at the first part of his life. Oh. You ain't heard the first. Part. Well, hold on. Wait. Wait. Till he finish reading.
0: But they were terrified and affrighted. Okay. And supposed that they had seen a spirit. Okay. Verse thirty-eight. He said unto them, Why are ye troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Jesus. Verse thirty. Hold on. What does that mean?
1: That God had taught you enough. Pastor Sweeney has taught you enough for you all not to get excited when Satan began to raise his ugly head. When something ain't working right, you just stand firm on the word of God. God is not gonna leave you. Now, am I telling the truth? Did Jesus, why would Jesus say, What's wrong with you? Read it again, man.
0: And he said unto and them. Jesus said unto the disciples, Why are ye troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Meaning what, saints? You shouldn't think like this.
1: You need to think about how I taught you. If you can't think about how I taught you then, down south, don't think at all. I know some of you young kids ain't never heard that just a guy, preacher, that lost his mind. <laughs> but don't think at all. Cast down what? Every imagination and every hot thing that tries to what? exhort itself to the knowledge of God if the, if the devil come tell you you're going to die you go and tell him what the Bible said about you going to live all right, all right. always tell whatever spirit is coming to you always tell them what the words say God hasn't left you so you got to read that
0: verse again brother and he said unto them Jesus said unto the disciples why are ye troubled watch this and why do you why do thoughts arise in your hearts come on 39 behold my hands and my feet that it is I myself <coughs> handle me and see oh. for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as ye see me have. Right, what, First, did you, what did Jesus just tell all of them to do
1: start with an H what did he tell them before he ascended don't touch don't. me That don't tell you nothing that tells you that everything that jesus said is true because you couldn't you weren't allowed to touch him before he came went back and showed a pure body to god if somebody would have touched him god wouldn't have seen what he finished if anybody would have touched jesus before he went back to show the offering that he gave for you 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 and me He wouldn't have had a pure offering. Just like Cain didn't have a pure offering. So sin was where? Left at his door. And what did he do next? Committed murder. If you leave sin at your door, you're going to do something out of the will of God. And what did he say again? Handle me.
0: And see. And see. For a spirit hath not flesh and bones as ye see me have. Go on. Verse 40. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet.
1: Now, do you understand why I said what I said? Why didn't Jesus get a new body? Why didn't he ask God or himself say? Okay, some of you women in here, don't be afraid now. Who do you all think is, is the big hunk right now? Denzel is 80 years old. <laughs> we have 1 minute for y'all to straighten this out. The Rock. The Rock. Okay, who is the Rock now? Anybody know who the Rock is? Why didn't Jesus tell God to give him a
0: rock body?
1: He wanted to come back and show you that it's the same one that hung on the cross. But there's a little more to it left. I might have hung on the cross, and I might have died, but let me tell you something, Satan knows that I'm alive. Give God a praise, praise God. Go and give God a praise, church. Yeah. Worship Him, Glory yeah. That the God.